At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. LP operating our Billington Vermont 105.9 The Radiator. It is the Rocket Shop. Good evening. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Laces. Hello. Hello. How Howdy. are we all doing on this blustery Vermont day? We're doing great. great. Trying to keep our hats on. Um, hat blew off earlier today. It's yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've seen I've seen wheelie bins just careen down yeah, the road. Totally. It's been quite entertaining actually. Um, uh, well, we always like kicking off with a song. So, what have you got to start with? Uh, we've got a song called uh, Lardy Fingers that we're gonna we're gonna start off with here. <laughs>
fingers by laces there. So it's, it's a rare thing to have this many people in the studio. Uh, it's even a rarer thing to have everyone with a mic in front of them. So could we just kind of go around from uh, stage left to right and uh, say what your name is and what you play? Sure, yeah, I'm Eric. I play bass and uh, sing here and there. Uh, I'm Christopher. I play keyboards, but also guitar and a few songs. Not tonight, though, but sometimes play live. Um, I'm Seamus, and I play the drums pretty much exclusively, but we're uh, branching that out a little bit. <laughs> and you have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> we need. Yeah, I'm, I'm Abigail, and I play trombone and uh, guitar, and sometimes I sing a little bit, too. I'm Levi. I play guitar and hop on bass when it's required of me, and they force me to. <laughs> uh, you did know down that you are multi-instrumentalist, and obviously you are. Um, kind of curious about one where Seamus is branching out too. Uh, uh, well, I play some guitar, and we've got a few guitar songs that we might add to the repertoire eventually. The, but the, the, the premise of the band is originally we all were playing our off instruments. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing... This is my primary. The drums right. is my primary instrument, but everybody else is kind of not on their primary instrument. And, yeah. That's, that's quite interesting. So why was it important to you to create a band where you playing quote-unquote your off instruments and by the way i love that phrase because i can't play a single instrument the fact that you guys are all competent enough in your secondary instruments to form a band is quite incredible i mean it kind of came up came up because we were just messing around like in the basement playing music you know what i mean so we kind of just were switching around a lot uh, at least these guys were switching around a lot and uh then we started sort of accidentally writing songs and then now we have a bunch of <laughs> Awesome, goofy songs. But it's exciting and, and inspiring to play your non-dominant instrument, too. Yeah. Like, like, Eric has a band, Good Morning Gills, shout out, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. He plays guitar and, and writes, like, a lot of the songs for, but I think he's written some songs on bass that, like, wouldn't have existed had we not put that in his hands. Mm. <laughs> so. I like... Yeah. I like the idea that you um, kind of have almost an alter ego band where you all play the correct instruments. Is, is that the case? Oh, well, we have an alter ego band uh, <laughs> called the Broken Yokes where we all play bluegrass and none of us play any of these instruments, but we're still not on our primary <laughs> instruments. <laughs> the, rabbit, the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it took us like probably, you know, a year and a half to finally figure out a band name that worked for us. And yeah. there's probably yeah. going to write a book about all the band names we discussed. And but then we finally had a band name and COVID got in the way of ever playing out for a while. Yeah. So. Well, then that brings us to we probably should have been, you know, to our, our band name, which is our first initial of each of our letters. A first letter of each of our names. See, I, 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 <laughs> so. I suspected something. And the only thing I, I could... I could kind of piece the whole thing together was Seamus with an S and I was like laces this all makes sense now yeah <laughs> well I wrote it in all caps we don't put the period in between because that's like a little too edgy for us that's so just we just do all caps yeah. so it's like nice and loud when you read it yeah, Plus, we, you know, but transcendent punctuation Levi Abbey Christopher we're lucky to have two vowels in there. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because we all like have different backgrounds of st songwriting and like um, styles of music that we play so I feel like we kind of do like meld together as like laces overlapping and you know like it's kind of fun because we all write our own different songs and we're gonna get Seamus to sing his songs too now yeah I haven't written any yet but I, I'm gonna have to do it soon but he's like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's there so to kind of summarize you're all playing your off instruments you all play multiple instruments you all sing and you all write music 
and and songs themselves. Is that is that? We also summation? record them sometimes. And yeah. you also record them. Sometimes? <laughs> we got we got okay dance moves too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wow, quadruple threat, uh, quintuple threat. Um, with with so much uh, talent in the room and and so many people able to pick up one thing or another or, or bring a song forward or. Uh, bust out some great dance moves. Is it is it difficult to find the space as as individual performers in a band context to kind of like you know show what you can do, or does this kind of do you find your space naturally? I feel um, like we do. Yeah, I feel like it's it's like really special to have a place as a musician with like friends that you just genuinely love spending time with, to like bring you know, art that's new to you, that's like you're of your own creating to share with other people and then to like see that reflected back and have them create something that you never would have come up with on your own or help you flesh it out is is pretty cool. Yeah, it's almost very much like a show and tell or something. We're just kind of like <laughs> bring stuff in and then it's when, you know, we don't take, none of us take ourselves too seriously when it comes to the stuff that we have write serious songs and everything, but I think we can kind of relax and like let them kind of uh, evolve as they do. It has been a particularly <laughs> collaborative band so yeah. far. I mean, in regards to some other groups that I've been in that were, you know, also everybody works together, but like this one is very like organic in, in that sense. Yeah, and especially in terms of, because you kind of mentioned that you've all got obviously different influences, are in different bands with very specific genres. Um, what's it like when, uh, say, Seamus, you bring a, bring a song in, with kind of very much heavily influenced by your kind of background and, and style and, and... Well, actually, I haven't done that yet. You've not that's, done this. That's, asking, that's sort of, yeah. I'm asking the wrong person. So. Yeah, all of these guys. I mean, I've brought a few songs in that we've, we've played, but they aren't, like, added to our repertoire quite yet. Well, I, I guess I'll just... I, I'll ask the group for, uh, <laughs> for everyone bar Seamus. Um, what's it like bringing in a song that, you know, is kind of has your own background and genre and influences, and then it kind of gets thrown into this mix... Uh, how does it feel and uh, how does it kind of play out when it kind of not, not get teared, torn apart or whatever, but it, it does kind of get uh, molded into a different way? How does that feel? Is there ever been any situations where you're like, no, this is how we play this song and I want it played like this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That definitely does happen. They, but I would say most of the songs come like partly formed. You know, we don't have um, really strict boundaries to things or like I often just bring a song like I don't have the lyrics yet or, or something like that. Um, or even a chorus or something like we can come anywhere from like a couple notes to a fully formed song and like the rest of the band will will meet you which is great yeah i'm very curious yeah. to know what this practice space is like because i mean you come here tonight with uh with more equipment than we've seen in a while in this space and again <laughs> it looks a lot like this very <laughs> grateful yeah. who's who's yeah. whose house and whose poor uh, neighbors <laughs> get subjected no, to this my, on a weekly basis it's my uh my little one-bedroom cottage they call it it's it's in the it's the north end cottage. here and uh yeah it's just like a maybe maybe almost 100 square feet maybe a little less um, it's definitely smaller than this room yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we're about this room uh, and you know it's like in between my you know bedroom and kitchen area because <laughs> it's all one big open thing and we have you know amps and guitars hanging from the ceiling and we're definitely getting christopher's little... business yeah, yeah I, I love it like i i've yeah i've had been i've been having band practices in that place since you know 2000 12 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, so we, we practice can, there when you're gone, too. Yeah, you know. He's gone like, for a couple of weeks, so. Like, is this news to you, Christopher? Like, oh, no, he'd hang out with us via his ring camera. I know when they're coming over, but, you know. could sing along. I love it, but you got to keep it on 
you know, keep it tidy, and the big thing is just cleaning up the cords. You know, like I, when I look down on the ground here, and it's just like a rat's nest. It's like that's what like eats at your brain a little bit. So it's like if you're gonna clean get in the habit of like else, after each practice, like up. clean up the cords, put away the mic stands, like you know, like we did. You need to recruit a few of our big heavy wheel technicians exactly, right? to help out. They get these cords fixed up like yeah, in two minutes after the show. Yeah, we can get some interns over to Chris's house. How did the person with the smallest house end up getting designated as a practice spot? <laughs> that is a good question. It's a stone house. It's got a thick stone wall. It's a stone house. You know, I live so by myself. Uh, you can no be loud. Upstairs or downstairs neighbors. Um, my next door neighbors are like my good friends. Um, so and the and people they play over music the fence as well, don't complain. So, so. <laughs> no one over there seems to complain. So, you know, we can be loud if we want with the windows open in the summer or in the winter when no one is outside. Winter's closing, you know. No one really seems to care too much. And we're not, you know, a crazy loud band. Sometimes we'll, uh, you know, turn it up to 11, but <laughs> that's only when we're goofing off on our Saturdays. <laughs> Was that something intentional when you first started? And, and I'll kind of get to the origins of the band in a moment. But when you first started, was that kind of an intention that you, you were going to be chill? I mean, that first song you played, it was, it was lively. It was it was uh, interesting. I really enjoyed it. But it, it, it was it was relaxed. I could I could listen to that while working. Is that an intention when you kind of brought the band together? This is the sort of music we're playing? Or is this, did that just kind of naturally happen? I'd say that was a natural thing. Yeah, I mean, like we didn't, like I said earlier, a lot of these songs just sort of came up organically we'd be hanging out playing uh kind of just like free form things and then like find a little bit that we liked and record that like a bunch of the first songs started that sort of way um and so there was no i i guess it is like just a an extension of ourselves in that sense we're like we didn't plan it at all and this is just sort of the stuff that came out <laughs> i mean there were also some songs that were written by some of these guys like years before uh, for other groups that were adapted for us too, so we kind of just like uh, morphed into this sound. Yeah, I really like that whole ideology as a band. <laughs> just, just FYI, um, I am very curious about how you formed. Obviously, you're all got musical backgrounds, all got different other bands you play in. Uh, you keep talking like you've been friends for years. Um, <laughs> so yeah, what was it? What's the Lace's origin story? A lot of us went to uh, St. Lawrence University together over in New York. Um, and, yeah, so four out of the five of us went to college together. Christopher's Three out, out of the five of us knew each other at college. And Christopher, who went to UVM, Groovy yeah. UV. Boo. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, we met through a St. Lawrence connection. Like, yeah. and, but um, we had a band out in California where we all met in Mammoth Lakes, California, called the Rising Sun Dogs. And so we... We played together out there, came back, linked up with some other slew buddies and uh, in a basement. Yes, it started in your basement. And that's Laces. Uh, so, just happy coincidence that four out of the five of you went to the same university, two of you went to California, then came back, and then all found yourself back in Burlington. Is I mean, like I also lived in California, but completely separate of that. <laughs> yeah. Is, There's a magnetism, I guess. Is there, a, is, there, is, there, is there a large community of St. Lawrence alumni Kicking around in Burlington? Yeah. Yeah. In Burlington, yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. They find each other. This is where we come see shows. Oh, okay. um, from 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 school, yeah. Because right. um, there's not a lot going on in Canton, New York. I'm not gonna lie. Neither not. I wouldn't know. I've, I don't think. I've, I don't think I've <laughs> don't been bother been. learning. <laughs> yeah, go to the Java Barn. The Java Barn is an amazing music venue that the school has that definitely gave us all opportunities to play there too in college too. So shout out to Java Barn. Yeah. Oh, we certainly need those spaces. Um, yes, um, we do. Right. Big shout out to Swan Dojo, who I feel is 
mm-hmm. kind of occupying that space until it sadly uh, is no more anymore. But um, yeah, I feel we need yeah. more spaces like that in Burlington that maybe yeah. aren't just Radio Bean and Nectars. Well, thank you for right. providing that yeah. space here. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I get a free show every single week from uh, a, new, a new group of artists. Um, talking of which, I'd love to hear a second song. So we got totally. Uh, yeah, this song is called "Some Moments." Um, a song I wrote oh, maybe about a year ago, and uh, yeah, it's you know Burlington inspired, and uh, yeah, goes like this. Ready? <laughs> Tell me you want to be free 
levy you just did with that trombone. I, I don't think I've really heard something like that before. What, what was going on there? Oh, we got a little uh, flanger. We got a little, just some, some delay. Kind of fun. That was like a new thing with this band was actually, I was starting to learn how to play guitar and um, Levi was like, oh man, like you could totally put your horn through those same pedals. And uh, we just kind of played around with it. And um, we were all like, oh, that's, that's pretty sounds cool in that sick. song. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds really good. Do you do this on, on other songs? Or you, is it kind of like, okay, this is a song where the trombone goes weird? <laughs> you know, I usually, I like to put like a little reverb on, a little delay. I kind of think of like my horn almost like a, like uh, another like sort of vocal part sometimes. Like I feel like playing a horn is a lot like singing. Um, Shout out to David Myers, my middle school band teacher, who told me that. Um, it's the reason I'm still playing trombone. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's like kind of fun to think about a horn in a way that's different from just like us, you know, high energy kind of stabbing part in songs, which is super fun too. I mean, that's I think such a great sound, but it can also I think have warmth, and I I love that about trombone. Yeah, it, it's rare that you, uh, you you see someone on brass that can play it in a soft manner that's kind of fitting for it for like a maybe a setting like this I, I remember we had um a band called digs in and they had uh, a trumpet and a trombone and we had to get them oh, to yeah, stand in a different room to play because it was just just too chaotic and too loud with them being there so it was very <laughs> impressive to have that kind of uh, breath control i mean that sounds pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> well, we can have like standing outside if you want <laughs> you can just go ham um Christopher, I kind of want to dig into that song a little bit because you said it was Burlington inspired. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Was how did this song come about? Um, yeah, it was just um, well, it was inspired by a relationship I had uh, a couple summers ago, and I don't know. Actually, this, this person I was in a relationship had, you know, she gave me this poem um, that had the first, you know, the lyrics of the first uh, verse in there. So I used that, and she says, well, you know, like, "Oh, it could be a fun song." I was like, "All right." So I started off with that, you know, some moments they stick for us to go, you know, back to and just talk about me, like, leaning on the porch, drinking a beer or something in Burlington in the hot summer. And then, then the, you know, second uh, verse about the summer sun, you know, it's just like, hits you hard when it's like, already 90 degrees out and the sun's out and like, I've been starting getting into the farming scene, so I was just, that's kind of what made me think of that. The second verse is just like, out there, just like, in the summer heat, but then like, I miss it, man. I, I want, miss it. I, I know. I want the sun to bake me right now. I have a <laughs> dream of just being on a beach or outside in the in the Burlington field, just getting cooked. Right. <laughs> in moments it's like crazy. This. The temperature differential. We Careful what you here. wish for. Um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's coming but yeah, I mean, most like most of my songs are all kind of inspired about a love I had, a relationship. Usually, um, as so many songs so many in this songs world are. <laughs> It's hard for me to say that they're not, you know, so <laughs> that's where, you know, you find the emotion comes out. Yeah, I mean, I um, think it felt where the, your strongest emotions emanate from, and um, yeah. if you're going to write about something, surely the stronger emotions you have sure. are probably the better ones to, to write <laughs> about. therapeutic, you know, yeah. Yeah. or also frustrating. Well, that kind of <laughs> <laughs> well, brings me on to my next question, because yeah, you, you kind of mentioned that, I mean, you all play different bands, and I'm sure you've been playing in bands for many years, you said that uh, you, you sometimes take songs from bands you've previously been with, songs you've previously written, and then kind of put them into the laces machine and then they get spat out. Um, how does, uh, for someone who has done this, how does that feel kind of 
one um having a song that was maybe very different the first time you kind of played it with this other band which is an entirely different memory an entirely different time being played by laces today you know as you are uh in this present moment and then secondly kind of how does it feel playing these songs that are uh, rooted in a moment which is in a person that really isn't you anymore um because as you said these 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 songs really come from emotional points and, and it's difficult to hold on to all of those motions forever i'm glad we don't but yeah. it must be kind of interesting kind of bringing that back and then kind of putting it into this new space playing with new people kind of breathes new life into them somehow too though you know just yeah, like watching the movie with like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? Like, want to watch it together? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like even better now. That you're yeah, someone might have a new someone. idea. It's yeah. just kind of fun to uh, reinterpret them somehow. Totally. Yeah, like, yeah, just, you know, I, I consider my songwriting to be a little more like somber, mellow songs, a little more melancholy, where, you know, Levi has a more of like a, uh, you know, ha- I don't know, you have like, I just think you like a grateful dead background where it's a little more, you put up more like a... Uh, I, I don't know how to write minor songs. Positive melody, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't write minor songs. Levi, is that reflective of your personality? Or is yes. That, I think it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this, is, comes out. this is my personality. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. Um, that, had some, that had some depth to it. Yeah, yeah, I could swim in that. It's not basic. Because <laughs> um, often I speak to, and I don't know if any other musicians kind of, uh, or, or musicians in this band kind of feel the same way. Often I speak to, to people who are either very kind of uh, bubbly and out there and extroverted, and then they play their songs, and it's very melancholy and <laughs> introspective and and really heavy, and then vice versa. You know, I can I speak to someone who just played a really fun ditty that I want to go dance around with, and then you know the rest of the interview the talking about some really, really uh, tragic things that happened in their life. So is, is, is anyone in the band kind of had that juxtaposition where you kind of write the things that you don't usually kind of display yourself in your everyday life? I feel like something that has been striking to me, like um, seeing, you know, like Christopher, I feel like is someone who, like I've been playing his songs for a long time now and it's kind of cool to see people evolve and, and like your friendship, I think kind of like grows too as you get more comfortable sharing your art with each other and, um, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I, w- I wonder if I know what that song is about, you know? Probably with, like, many people in your life, friends, you know, your partner, whatever. But I feel like that's, like, the beauty of a space like this is that you get to bring it and nobody asks any questions. Yeah, <laughs> but you're all, like, kind of there for each other. I was going to say, is, it, is your band practice like group therapy sessions <laughs> without without the questions? That you exactly, yeah. <laughs> She's like, all right, let's play the next song. <laughs> I would say our band practices are pretty fun. I don't know how much right. fun other bands have, but I would say that on the scale mm. of like one to fun, we're pretty high on the fun scale. <laughs> it's really hard to focus and like practice four songs only. Like we allowed our we play a song and then we'd be like, all right, now we can goof off for like twi- <laughs> up to twice as long as that song was, and then we're back. We gotta focus again. I like you, you give yourselves a little permission to have a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, break out into a lot of spontaneous jams too, which yeah. every once in a yeah. while yields a song. Yeah, yeah. we're just yeah. we're just doing this for fun. It's great. We have it we is. have day jobs yeah, I think that, we'd, that yeah. we're gonna keep, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully, <laughs> um, and so yeah, we just want to play for people who want to hear it and play music that we that makes us happy. Yeah, like we love playing house parties and stuff. Yeah, so. the more like makeshift yeah. the venue is, I think the better. We, I enjoy more. I enjoy playing it, you know, instead yeah. of like playing in a 
you know, I love playing like Connectors or Radio Beat and stuff like that, but I, I love a good basement show or a outdoor. You it's know, a different energy. Yeah, exactly. What, different energy. What is it between the two? That well, yeah. What, what is the different energy? Why is it you, you're more gravitated towards these kind of DIY spaces and maybe something that's been established for a while? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just um, you have more control over your own like appearance and your own settings and your own sound um, which can be frustrating also because you don't have your you have to do your own sound which we've done many shows yeah. <laughs> I mean there's a lot of work so usually like, DIY sure settings the is a lot of work, work but, but that but makes like, it very intentional so anyone yeah. who's there and involved like yeah. it was an inconvenient thing to like haul that speaker there <laughs> so they're gonna stay and like True. see it out <laughs> yeah, and watch the true. band yeah. it's a sunk I was also thinking it's just, it's just right. it's like fun to set up uh, yeah. like a house party for music you know what I mean going through that process uh, is a satisfying thing to like you know design the space for that sort of event well I was going to say that the only time I've seen you all play uh, was in my my the back of my house for oh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Exactly. Uh, where you all dressed up as various different animals, which I enjoyed immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I remember of that show, you guys rocked it. I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. Really Thanks fun. for having us. <laughs> I think I had a good time. I've been told I had a good time. Yeah, you had a good time. Uh, I did at one point get onto the dance floor with a machete in my hand. Apparently, that well, I mean, to be out. fair, your costume was a murderous butcher. It, it was. So. I, was right. yeah. I was in character. Uh, yeah. Method acting. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'd love to hear another song. So, where you guys go? I'm going to sing a song called Evangeline. Never ever said goodbye Never ever said goodbye Never ever said goodbye Never ever said goodbye 
Very grateful, Dad. Actually, yeah, I can definitely see the Thanks. the straight connection there. Um, so it, it seems like you're all good friends, which is always nice to see in a band. Um, and you kind of mentioned before how COVID slightly got in the way of maybe the first iteration of Laces. Um, obviously, we were two years plus into this pandemic. We were this actually point. still called Growl Tiger at that point. <laughs> Growl Tiger. That was uh, not a... We went through a lot not, of... Yeah. I, I can okay, see names. that as a tattoo on someone's arm. <laughs> yeah. With like a, you know, one of the yeah. 1950s style <laughs> tigers. Um, uh, as musicians, especially in different bands, maybe some bands that take themselves a bit more seriously, um, how has this band been for you in terms of getting through the pandemic and how is playing um music anyway just in general for the past two years been in comparison to what it was like before um it's a big question <laughs> well i mean out. playing out is a lot less common like you know obviously we're not gathering in big groups yeah. as much i mean people still do it you know there's still shows happening at higher ground and stuff i'm not gonna say i haven't been to some of them etc so that is still there, but like a lot of the small venues around here haven't been around. Like Radio Bean's been closed for a long time, that sort yeah. of thing. So a lot of those those shows aren't happening. Um, but I mean, in terms of having music as a thing to get me through the pandemic, I mean, music's playing music like this is one of the things that just gets me through life in general. So uh, <laughs> it was very helpful during the pandemic, and I was super glad that we actually still had a place that we could play together because we had a basement up on Blodgett Street that we were able to to like keep getting together and i mean we took a break for a while it's kind of the yeah, chronology is not really times. worth like going through yeah. but like we took a break for a while and we eased back into it after it felt safe again because like none of us could keep away from it for too long it's just too much fun it's a bit of a drug yeah well yeah i guess <laughs> you saying i have a problem tom <laughs> not with music i can quit anytime i want man <laughs> or i mention anything else uh, I actually think um, uh, one of those higher ground concerts, uh, I ended up giving you COVID, or at least the rest of the uh, Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to out you, but, you know, you certainly played uh, an instrumental part in that, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, Shaky Graves, big shout out. It was a good, it was a good gig, though. Um, yeah, well, I mean, worth COVID. yeah, it was, a, it was a couple of shows worth of transference, but that's just the way that it goes, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's if you're going to a show, just wear a mask, you know? Yep. I should have. Learned my I lesson. I got COVID because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Learned my lesson on that one as well. Um, yeah, so, uh, but being more of a DIY band, less about the the Radio Beans and the, the Nexus of the Worlds, um, is this really impacted you in any kind of material other than maybe slightly less basement shows in the winter? Well, I mean, our f one of our first shows playing publicly was going to be at our friend Steve's house on March 28th, 2020. And that was like a week after the lockdowns went down. <laughs> and so like we were getting all amped to finally play because we had an hour's worth of we music. Like, we yeah, like, we finally yeah, yeah, have a set together. Yeah, and then, you know, the lockdowns came down. We were still kind of like, well, maybe we should do it. Maybe we shouldn't do it. And by the time, you know, but eventually it was like obviously that we shouldn't gathering in a basement yeah. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> specifically telling us not to so it was very disappointing yeah. uh, so we would we would happily play nectars and radio bean if they're listening yeah just <laughs> um, <laughs> side it, note, it just we'll also do higher ground <laughs> shelburne museum give us a call memorial laces. auditorium that we can open that up on, on yeah booking is lacesvt at gmail.com <laughs> just send us a message anytime 
But it's a hard time to start. Uh, That's also start our Instagram account, by the way. <laughs> plug them both so, I mean, I can only imagine how long it must have taken you with the, the sound, the, the way your practice sessions sound. I can only imagine how hard it was to get enough songs together to play a full set. It was actually pretty easy. Oh, kind of like accidentally enough. realized that we had an hour's worth of music. And we were like, yeah. oh, okay, well, let's like refine it. You know, you know, was, yeah, each of us got like three or four songs, you know, and then we're like, you know, we're up to like ten songs, nine, ten songs, and then we're like, well, and then we started writing some songs, or you know, ourselves, between us. So you know, I feel like, or turning some of our like you know jams or fun little ditties into actual songs, which there was a lot of those. One of the benefits <laughs> of COVID is we pretty much just got to unpack any idea. We had right. plenty yeah, of time to just write, and we probably built up a pretty good. Arsenal yeah, we got like twenty-five song. original songs now. Yeah, so. yeah we only really play the whiteboard. What the, to play. The whiteboard to draw off of. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that's a good point. With so many different uh, musicians all basically write their own songs, uh, is is there sometimes a case of okay, we've actually got too many here? What 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 gets definitely? Yeah, we all got to choose one for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it like Sophie's choice when you do go to a gig, but instead of having that's to pick a pretty fun choice one out to of make. two. <laughs> making set lists, making set lists is pretty fun. Yeah. You get to kind of like plan the trajectory of, of the sound. But then you can always bring them back. Yeah. You know. Do, do you all get designated like you get everyone gets one and then there's like a wild card or is it a, a crapshoot in terms of? You know? I think it's more like uh, just trying to think about the momentum of a set and like the ebbs and flows. Like you try to follow like the. The W shapes, like start high, bring it down a little bit, come up high in the middle, or go yeah. down and then bring it right back up for the for the end. We played at the Junk Teeks birthday party, super fun twentieth birthday party. Yep. Um, and we followed the Bubs, which we love the, oh, bubs. love the Bubs. But you can't play any slow songs after the Bubs right away. Yeah, you, <laughs> so, you know, you gotta you gotta structure it for setting. And yeah, they're hard act to follow anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, well, you gotta bring the crowd down slowly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it was actually yeah. pretty lucky because they slowly. they set that show up in a nice way. They like had this interlude that was this very like somber. Uh, yeah. I forget exactly what it was, but it was a mock funeral. Yeah, it was a mock funeral. <laughs> so it was like very quiet for a while, Tell and me. everybody. It, Totally reset the vibe. And we yeah, were like, like oh, okay, emotive. like we're not. Now we can follow the bus. <laughs> Forgot about the mock funeral. Yeah. <laughs> and we're how like, could, we're kind of goofy. We're just here to play you some songs. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in terms of future gigs, obviously we are still right in the middle of winter. And we will be for the next six months because this is Vermont. Um, but if you got what's what you got coming up in the near future? We actually don't have anything coming up. Tell us. That soon. <laughs> uh, I think we tentatively we we're looking at an April. I think it's April 29th, Um, hopefully at the Radio Bean. If that, if you know, pen next apocalypse pending. Um, but that's that's the hope with some other really great bands that um we're like flattered and excited to be part of playing with. Well, as soon as it gets warm enough, um, and that doesn't have to be that that warmer temperature, I think we're gonna have to open up our back garden again and do a little welcome mm. to spring party. So I'd love Sounds to have you there. Yeah, yeah. Time you we're also probably when. gonna play a uh, a little party out at my house in Richmond at some point. Narwhal Fest. I did have a question. Narwhal Fest, great, yeah, great name. Does anyone here also thought it was a mythical beast until quite late the in their life? Yeah, we got. Yeah, definitely. we got a whole song about it. In fact, oh, you, yeah. you have a whole we, song about it. Yeah, we, yeah, it's yeah. Called, yeah. yeah. It's called Do you believe in narwhals? <laughs> <laughs> Annie, who's sitting next to me, actually had this conversation the other day. I think we we're both in our twenties before we we figured out that yeah, uh, narwhals were. I started the hashtag um, 
for this event, actually, on Instagram, Do You Believe in Narwhals? And it's amazingly the first post, so <laughs> now you can use it now. It's out there. It is. Yeah. I, that's all my Twitter feed will be from now on, is just uh, <laughs> asking people their position and uh, age they learned about narwhals. Um, I love that a lot. Um, we've got about time for one more song, but before you uh, take us away on that, on that last journey, um, is there anything that you would like to promote if you're not maybe playing uh, gigs concretely at the moment is there any kind of place we can listen to your music or anything uh, no we don't actually have anything online yet Uh, we're working on that but I'd like you know we'll have that stuff up soon if you follow Laces VT uh, on Instagram uh, that's where we'll start posting things Uh, you know you can always just send us an email and be like hey can like you send me some audio files to listen to (laughs) it's lacesvt at gmail.com we'll probably just send you some of the you know like unreleased tracks drop you Uh, some on uh, google drive we do like (laughs) regularly record our practices onto a tape cassette and so you know if you want to get into our like super close fan base maybe we'll like send you some of those or something yeah you send us a tape and we'll send you a tape back i think it should be even more inaccessible i think you should just hide these tapes around vermont in very hard to reach places and then be like if you really really like our band and you're just and gonna you have to, to find a tape player <laughs> <laughs> no one buried at the top of camel's hump <laughs> and everybody's got players, another one at the bottom of lake champlain um well i've really appreciated having you guys in um we're looking forward to hearing this thanks last for having song. Us. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks yeah. for having us Tom. of course and uh we need to set up a party so you guys can play again in our back garden mm-hmm. oh yeah uh so we got left to close out with This is a song called Summer Rain.
us out there with Summer Rain. Guys, thanks once again for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thanks Thank for having us. Thanks, thanks everyone. Yeah, uh, whenever you happen to get an album out in 10 or 15 years' time, please come back. <laughs> <on your website. laughs> Great. I don't know. It could be less than that. <laughs> or, or get a website, you know, or something like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> nobody buy idea. the domain Laces VT. Yeah. Yeah. We need so. a manager. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's all we've got time for tonight. Uh, Join us next week. We're going to have Joe Adler in. Uh, but for now, this has been WOMMLP out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's been The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proxer, and good night. <laughs> <laughs>